It's the I Thought I Knew You podcast with me, Howell Roberts, and him, Ed Southall. We don't really know each other, so we've made a podcast. We're going to share stories about stuff, things, and other items of interest that we hope you're going to be interested in as well. Ed can be found on Twitter at SolveMyMaths, and I, Howell, can be found at Howell underscore Roberts. Feel free to share this podcast far and wide. It's going to be fab. Hey, here we go. Here we go again, mate. It's only episode five, but we're doing really well, aren't we? I think so. This is definitely five, right? Yeah, it's definitely five, because we had four. Oh, and this one comes after. And this is going to be the fifth. That's how maths works. Yeah, well, I think our roles are reversing now. It's good. It is. It's excellent. Um, And it's been released now. It's out in the big, bad world. Yeah, we've had some feedback. Yeah, lots of feedback. Yeah, my uncle Trevor, he said he liked it. Did he? Yeah, he said, you two, you should be on radio. <laughs> like that. My, my, I think it was my mum. No, I'm going to say my dad. My yeah. dad listened to it, but they've got like a, uh, a an account on Facebook that's like a dual account. So you never yeah. know who's talking. Oh, right. Uh, Interesting. They said, very amusing, dot, dot, dot. What the hell? What's that dot, dot, dot mean? <laughs> I think it means, I heard you talking about me. And I didn't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, you did, because you were having a right pop at your mum, <laughs> weren't you? Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, all my stories about when I was an adolescent, and they're just like, oh, that's what it was, yeah. Yeah. Was revealing too much, I think. Crikey. That's all right, though, isn't it? I had feedback off my son. Did he, you? He just, what he did in the car was, because you know we're available on Spotify now. Spotty what? Spotty fa- Spotify, mate. Oh, so I had it on the old Spotify, just listening through episode three, actually. Okay. And my son was in the car, our Tommy, and he was doing this. <laughs> like Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was. He was like Butthead. He was <laughs> like Butthead. Yeah, and he was, he was actually enjoying it. And he gave me feedback at the end where we got to where we were going because we were listening to it on a journey in the car. So we yeah. weren't just sitting in the car on the drive. Right. Uh, we were actually going somewhere. And he, he said, that's really good. So I took that as pretty good feedback. Yeah, well, yeah. And, and none you of know, those accounts are biased in any way. You know, relatives. No. Children of ours, <laughs> parents. Yeah, I don't know if anyone else is actually listening. No, I've I, no, well, no, I've seen a few comments. Ooh. Yeah. Oh no, there have been. There yeah, have been. Simon, our mate Simon on Twitter, Simon Kidwell. He said he liked it. Right. He um, said he liked. And Louise on Louise Twitter said hilarious. I think. I'm going to go yeah, with hilarious. I, I like well, that word. Hang on, because you're standing in the way, because I've just framed them up there on that wall behind you. <laughs> what I do is I, I take a picture of the tweet. I haven't showed you my new tattoos yet. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you went to lift your top up there. And then thought um, better of it. And then, yeah, because yeah. I'm not ready yet. And neither <laughs> are the listeners. Neither <laughs> are the listeners. So how's it going? It's going very well, thank you. I'm back yeah, from you, my holiday. What happened? Where did you go? Well, you know where I went. I know, but do you want to, in case someone <laughs> yeah. else, you need to know. still get your head around some of this, don't you? I went you? abroad, and you the euro are. is is not cheap anymore. No, no, it's, it's not, like, isn't no. it? Is um, so I went to Slovenia, which I mentioned, I think, in the mm. episode three. I'm going to go okay. with, um, and it was awesomes, and it's the third time I've been. Yeah, um, and we didn't have any sort of hairy moments on the roads this year, which is always a bonus. It's ages since um, I had a hairy moment. Is it? 
I think you're talking about something else. I don't know. He's, he's raising an eyebrow at me. Carry on. Uh, <laughs> would you get your hand off my knee? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're not there yet. <laughs> so, yeah, it was um, very sunny. Um, yeah. And we did lots of sort of outdoor stuff, trekking, climbed, well, I say climbed, walked up one, I want to say mountain, but mm. it, I, I, I don't know the limit of when a hill turns into a mountain, but it was probably on the cusp between the two. Was it high up? It was high. Did you need specialist equipment? Uh, shoes. <laughs> <laughs> right. Not not like normal, sh- not work shoes or anything, like proper so what, trekking you shoes. You had trekking shoes. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think you still, like, you may be on a, a um, what's a, a hill mountain? A hill mountain. A mill. A mill. It was, it was climbing up a, a mill. Hello, how, how I got to the top and I was like, oh, we needed such good, you know, we, mm. we had to wear our trekking shoes to get up here. My, yeah. my eldest son wore his Crocs. So He's out of control. Yeah. <laughs> you need to rein him right in. And we shamed him pretty much the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> Bullying's ace, isn't it? There's not enough of it. We're like, how's your feet? How are your feet? Are they good? Are they good? Do they hurt? Do they hurt a lot? <laughs> did, you, did you use this phrase? Well, you won't be doing that again, will you? Yeah, as, as he limps and all his toes point in different directions. <laughs> <laughs> Just oh, no. deal with it, it's your problem. So how long did the trek take? Oh, a good, uh, I reckon, three hours, three and a half yeah, hours. Good. You, Most of it upwards, surprisingly. Yeah, yeah. Did you march them halfway up I and then march them, them down again? Up. Well, yeah. we, got, we got to what felt like the top. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's there's a bit more to go. But there's like a like a little restauranty shack type. Thing. <laughs> Sorry, you make, you're selling it. <laughs> it's a restaurant, but basically a shack. Yeah. Okay. Um, and we thought, oh, we can have a little break here, but it's closed, which is a bit. Oh, upsetting. that's like going up Snowden and it's shut. Yeah. You know when Snowden's shut, <laughs> you're proper gasping because you had to get that tram up. <laughs> you got your tram up Snowden and then it's chuffing shut. Thanks. Well, and I got the phone out, and I've got like have you, I don't know if you've used like Google Translate. It's an app. Uh, yeah, I've not used and it. It's got a camera function on it, so you can just hold it up to it to text, and it'll translate it live. Like live, it's great. I didn't know that. So I held that up to a sign, and it said toilet. And I thought, That's the wrong one. Yeah. And I held it up to another sign, and it said we are open from April through to November. I thought, oh, that's great, but why aren't you open now? And it said except for Mondays, which was when we were there. Tell me why. Uh, I don't know why it's well to yeah. torture us. I think yeah, they you know they they seem to have automated cameras to capture the images on my children's faces. <laughs> when my eldest was like, "Where am I going to do my poo?" <laughs> I was like, "Just oh, go, just yeah, go in your just crock. go, just go in your crock." <laughs> Easy, white. Go on, crack on. Hey, that sounds good. So, what else did you do when you were in Slovenia? Oh uh, well, the other one was coming down a different mountain, so we walked up and down that one. But then mm. there was another one where you get like a cable car to the top ah buzzes and then with which we did last year and really enjoyed it but then this year we thought right added challenge we'll walk down this year right walking down a mountain is not so bad as walking up no or so we thought no you gotta be careful walking down a mountain because you, you can end up rushing and you and your posture changes doesn't it you gotta be careful no that it's a thing isn't it uh you gotta be careful a lot of people die Climbing down the mountain, don't they? Rather than climbing up. Maybe. It. Well, we didn't, but... I'm no expert. I'm just saying... You know, you're here, so you survived. I, well, you haven't seen where my kids are, though. So oh, right. No, this I, could be a I don't even know if they actually exist. <laughs> Carry on. Well, uh, so we've got a four-year-old, and yeah. we were speaking to the, one of the um, staff at the top in, in, yeah. in one of these 
deluxe shacks. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm never going to be allowed to go back. <laughs> and um, we said to her, oh, we want to walk down this year. Is, is it a, you know, what's the best route with a four-year-old? They said, oh, take, take this route on the map. Um, it's a little bit steep, but a four-year-old should be fine bollocks right right that's that's our e-rating now on itunes established within about three minutes of going down this 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 route there were just like 45 degree angle declines it's all maths with you yeah carry on steep decline yes um because it it was it was a ski slope route that's that's yeah it's it's a ski resort essentially but in the summer obviously you you don't ski because no snow or anything well that that. was embarrassing for you with all that equipment with all that equipment (laughs) i know this in the photo (laughs) with the goggles and it's very warm (laughs) (laughs) carry on um so we had to kind of use our expert knowledge of physics and kind of zigzag down all these mountains. Yeah, these, did these you? Mountain paths. Yeah, yeah. It was really quite so scary. My, sounds my wife, scary. My poor wife got near the bottom without any incident and oh, then on no. one bit of slope she fell on her ass about <laughs> six times consecutively. I don't know why you're laughing at that. That isn't funny. She got up and she's like, oh my God, I can't believe I've just fallen. <laughs> and then went again. <laughs> and then again and again. I'm not being funny, right? But there is something brilliant about watching someone fall on their <laughs> it ass. Is. It's a bit there. sort of uh, Benny Hill. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I wish I'd great, videoed but... it. And, and No, I don't. It should kill me. Mm. But, um, yeah, so that was great. Um, there, there weren't any major incidents apart from, you know, slightly falling down mountains. Mm. Um, dead proud of my four-year-old. He must have clocked 50k walking across the whole lot. 50k, yeah. 48k of it. Crying. <laughs> Absolutely crying. He's got thighs of steel. Now. Yeah, <laughs> trying to memorise the number, recall the number for child line. Oh eight four eight. Did kids used to do that for you at classroom? I remember like I'm in classroom. Right, I'm going to child line you. It's like go on then, and you'd have a kid sitting there going oh eight four five, and then they'd just recite the number. Yeah, and oh, then one would ring, and they'd be like, "Oh, is it Mr. Southall again?" Yeah, yeah it's Mr. Sa- <laughs> I'm ringing from Mr. Southall's I've math. Already got a case study open for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, so how long were you in Slovenia for? Uh, oh, quite a while. Uh, just over two weeks, I think. And do you do that thing when you go on holiday where you insist on wearing the national dress of the country you go to? And if you do, what was it? No, well, <laughs> I don't even know what the national dress is. Neither do I. Uh, <laughs> That's anything. why I'm asking you. Right, so, you know, it's like uh, fluorescent orange robes yeah. and high heels <laughs> yeah. and uh, a uh, a kind of fez. Now, <laughs> listeners, if you if you if you're listening to this at home or wherever, can you just picture Ed like yes, that in do. his pink robes and his yeah. fez? Absolutely. And could you do a drawing? And could you tweet it to us or send it to us? <laughs> a, a, a drawing on that would be funny. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's go back to basics. Um, yeah. So it was all good. It was um, mm. the the only bit that I think was slightly worrying initially was we went to three different places and the third place was like an Airbnb type oh, yeah. thing was it alright? Mm. oh <laughs> gosh so we've got three kids and the, the oldest is big <clears throat> yeah and the, they're all getting bigger yeah um, and we arrived and we went up to the, and there, there are about six six rooms or something but yeah for diff- sorry like six kind of flats I guess okay. within, within one sort of building and we went to the top one, and it was the tiniest, tiniest. That I, I, I didn't know what to do with myself. There were, there were two bedrooms, 
uh, a corridor that led to the sort of bathroom where the sink overhangs the toilet, and you've got to tuck your knees under the sink. Oh, toilet, yeah. Toilet. And you've got big knees. <laughs> well, you've seen my They're knees. They're huge. Are. Well, just. <laughs> you had your hand on one of them. I mean, so I'm. <laughs> I'm now imagining you in your robes and your fares, just trying to sit down for a gentleman's moment. You know, the robes, squidging big fat knees under the sink. Oh man, that sounds disastrous. Check out the Instagram too. Yeah, yeah, that's disastrous. Um, It and then like there's a teeny teeny kitchen uh, with no freezer, just a teeny fridge. Oh man, Uh, and I mean. In its in and of itself, it wasn't. It was survivable. Yeah, but like you wouldn't want to be in there unless it was just to go to sleep right because so is that what you chose to do yeah we were just out all the time yeah which was fine um, apart from the day that it absolutely poured it down the rain which was really funny as well because I thought oh today would be a good day to go and post the postcards and I put them all in my pocket walked through like 15-20 minutes of torrential rain yeah. and I got to this little souvenir shop with a, with a post office in it and I said can I have some stamps and he said yeah 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 give me the postcards and I'll stick them on and I reached into my pocket and basically pulled out what was the essentially soggy tissues and I was like there you go mate he said what do you expect me to do with this no. I was like, post them yeah post them now I'm just yeah. tickled by the fact that you write have sat and wrote a load of postcards is that what you no, do no I get the kids to do it oh no that's sweet in their downtime yeah they're all driving me nuts. you gave them downtime give, give them writing time yeah that's that's yeah. really sweet reflect that. on your experience <laughs> Yeah. As he sat in his crocs or shat in his crocs, who knows? Well, I haven't read but, what the postcards said yet. So well, no one has arrived it, yet. So I can, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not. expecting my mother-in-law to give me a call and be like, "What did you do to those kids? That, have, you, have you read what they've written in this thing?" <laughs> that uh, dude in that souvenir shop, he's like, "I'm not sending them." No, he's still got them. He's he probably yeah. He's got them up now as examples. It's probably just as well because I suspect one of them said, and then they made. Felix walk another 10 kilometres with bleeding yeah. feet. Sounds like you had a great time. Yeah, really good. It, what, yeah. So, and did you, so you flew back, How, what were the flights like? The flights were fine. Um, Where'd you fly into? We flew into Trieste, and then out of Trieste as well. Right. Um, it went much better than, this is going to make you laugh after something you said to me just before the podcast. Yeah. Um, it went much better than last year when we when we flew out, because last year... Uh, three days before the flight uh, we were taking the kids to swimming and my wife shouted down the stairs um, Tom's passport's out of date oh man that is just so stressful I was like what um, so uh, me and Tom had to stay behind what do you do then so your passport for your child is, is out of date or uh, is it? Is that what you said? Yeah. And then, so, and so what so do you they do then? They're obviously much quicker than ours yeah. do. Because yeah, they do because they change, don't they? Like getting pudgy and yeah. whatever. Unless Less you're pudgy, um, whatever. James Cagney and then you look like a baby all your life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. carry on. So, so what, do you, what did you do? <laughs> uh, oh, well, I just panicked really and felt terribly guilty for being awful. Um, so they flew out on the Monday mm. and we had to go to uh, one of the passport offices Um on that same Monday and and uh, they took pity on us did they? yeah because the guidance is terrible mm. the guidance on the websites for a new passport is that if you're an adult you can get it done in about three hours yeah um, like in an emergency you've got to pay through the teeth for it but you can get, yeah. you can get a new passport in three hours and leave um, but for a child it says expect it to take between ten days and two weeks oh right because of like child yeah. protection laws and people yeah. running off with their kids yeah against the 
other parents' yeah. wishes or whatever. Um, so I was fully expecting that we would basically not go on holiday. Mm. Um, but oh, he took no. pity on me. My, my wife wrote this brilliant letter to them that was basically like, we are awful parents. We feel ashamed. Please help us. Yeah, oh, um, fair play. It seemed to work. And so yeah. we got a passport there and then. It took about seven hours. Um, and then we got on a flight about a day and a half later. So we only missed a day or two of the holiday. But did, I, I hopefully we'll never do that again. Were you able to change your flights or did, did you just no, have no, to get I had to a new cancel flight? My, yeah, so, you cancel, I mean, there were cheap flights anyway. They're only yeah. about 80 quid. Ah, right, yeah. And we could obviously get the return flight back. Yeah. Um, but to book a flight out at such short notice yeah. cost about 500 <laughs> quid. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. So, yeah. That, so we didn't have anything quite on that scale of I, I like that story because I think you just put your hands up in the air and went oh no we've proper screwed this right up and I, I think if more people did that we'd, we'd, we'd we'd, every, right. everything yeah. would be much better if someone you know when I don't know I think I like it. I like that story and I like the fact that your wife wrote that letter that's my favourite bit of that yeah. story because it is saying Genuinely, I, I went, and this is nothing. This is just totally off kilter. I had, I bought a record on on eBay, so it, it got, de- yeah, I'm segueing, <laughs> and it got delivered, right? Yeah, and then, but there was no one here, and it needed to be signed for, so right. it didn't. But I, 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 we came back from. It was when we were on holiday, and when I came back from holiday, when I get those cards saying you weren't in, they always leave it in the woodshed. Yeah, yeah, or they leave Do you it. Get them in the recycling bin sometimes. I, I had like, to. I had to leave or the a message. Of the normal bin. Yeah, it's just I, got like garbage. I've, I've fallen foul of that. Um, I'm really the postman going. I'm really trying to help you by putting it in recycle bin. No, mate, because it gets recycled. collected. It's gone. That's what happened. We've had stuff oh, really? go missing. No. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Again, records, around. weirdly. Again, rec- and I had to contact Death Waltz Records, who produce film soundtracks, right, <laughs> and say, my postman, who I like, has left it in the bin, and the bin has been collected. And they were like... You could hear the bloke on the other end of the phone <laughs> put his head in his own hands. I could hear it happen. It's weird. <laughs> it sounded like this. Just like that. It sounded like that. I could hear him put his head in his hands because he said, can I just tell you, that's not the first time. Oh, no. And it won't be the last time that that happens. But this time, this time it happened. And and, well, this time they they tried delivering it. it But I I hadn't picked up on the fact and we get lots of these cards and often on the card they'll put in woodshed or they'll put uh, with neighbour. So I just didn't even look because I went to the woodshed and there were some parcels in there. I love the with neighbour one. You're like, Mm. which neighbour? Which (laughs) neighbour? And you have to go begging like yeah, trick or treat. Yeah. Is it that neighbour who sits in his shed all day making things? Um, just, oh, and in the dark, there's just one light on the street and it's coming from his shed. Yeah. yeah. What's he building in there? Um, like the burbs. Yeah. 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 Anyway, I go, I realise, because I, I, I'll check my eBay account and I realise, hang on, Hellraiser 2, Hellbound soundtrack. Is out there hasn't arrived, so I contact eBay and they and the bloke at eBay he just says, "Look, we we try to deliver it. They try to deliver it. Here's the number." So he was dead helpful. Right. Yeah. I was very straight with him. I said, "Look, mate, I think I've got rid of the card. Have you sent it?" And he went, "Yes, I have. Here you go." So that was all fair, dudes. And then I went. This is this now has no point. This story, but I went to the <laughs> collection place. Now the, the the Royal Mail collection 
depot in Wakefield. It used to be really intimidating <laughs> and everybody looked like they'd just been given the notice. Everyone just looked really, really angry that you turned up. You want stuff, do you? Yeah, to basically (laughs) ask them to do their job, which is I've just come to collect these parcels and here's all my ID and everything. So going there, I've actually got a bit of a nervous belly. As I pull up, I'm thinking, oh, no, is this going to be as awful an experience as it normally is? Went in. And I saw the bloke there, and he looked he looked a bit like someone from an Australian horror movie set in the outback. Oh, yeah. He just looked like he'd seen enough. Like Trem- and he looked like at Tremors me. Kind of th- I th- yeah. think Tremors was Australian, but... Tre- no, yeah, yeah, like him from Tremors, like a survivalist. Yeah, yeah. But I, I just think, well, he's just trying to survive the Royal Mail. And he's, he looked at me, and I looked at him. And this was, this was the thing that really warmed the moment. I just said, mate... I think I need some help. <laughs> and he went, I'll try my best. And we kind of bonded over yeah, those words. Say, it feels like a moment. Then. It was the equivalent of your, of your wife writing that letter. Yeah. And do you know what? He was incredibly helpful. He found me parcel, but there was a bonus parcel that I'd totally forgotten about yeah. that he also had. So oh, nice. it, everyone won that day. Absolutely. Well, there was a little bit more drama to my story. Okay. Um, so he was doing me a favour, but what he said to me was, he said, what I really need to be able to tick this off is mm. I, need, I, need, I need this letter from your wife to say this thing, and it doesn't. Can you get her to do it? Oh. And I was like, well, no, she's, she's on a plane. Yeah. And he said, well, what time's the flight? And I said, the flight is literally like now. Yeah. So I rang her up, and this, is, this sounds like a rom-com. Um, <laughs> I rang her up, and she's, she's literally on the plane, strapped in, on the runway and yeah. and the, the plane's like moving but not you know when they're sort of turning around yeah. to, to get in position to shoot up the runway yeah. that's how planes work right uh, um, <laughs> so it's that and I'm like I need this from you now otherwise you know otherwise she's going to be on a flight for two hours and, and yeah. it's all going to be delayed And so she literally writes on a napkin um, with with a pen that she borrowed off an air hostess this, this, note, this specific a thing point. that needed to be in yeah and, and WhatsApped at me, and and it arrived, and then she was gone, in the plane, and she had no idea whether it, it is like a rom com, yeah. So and he accepted it, and and off we went. What lovely tension! Yeah. Do you know what that is? Romantic Ed? tension. Do you know what it was? What? That was drama. Was it? That was what drama is. What do you know tension. about drama? Yeah, uh, I know a bit. <laughs> I know a bit about it. Don't want to bang on about it. Some kind of specialist, now, yeah. I've, I've got a question for you. Is oh, it too oh, early? Yeah. No, no, bring on the question. Fairy liquid mm. or fair enough? <laughs> you thought that's, about that quite yeah, a lot, haven't you? Fair, that's what I was writing down before we started. Fairy liquid. Fairy liquid or fair, or fair enough. enough, mate? Fair enough. No, actually, no, no, no fairy no. liquid. I like fairy liquid. Why? It's, it's unbeatable, really. Why? Because it creates good suds. <laughs> <laughs> you can have that good slogan. Suds. It creates good for suds. Free. Hey, if you're listening and you work like for non-greasy. fairy... It's what? Non-greasy. <laughs> <laughs> I quite liked it when you just said, fair enough, and I would have just gone, all right. No. I, and then that's it. I like making a fool out of myself. Fair, fairy liquid is, is a winner. I've got one of those for you. I've got one then. Uh, did you like that one? Because I, I honestly chuckled for ages about fair I did, enough. But... <laughs> Go on. I don't know. Uh... Rebel Rebel or Toffee Rebel? <laughs> rebel Rebel or a Toffee Rebel? Yeah. 
You see, I'll be honest with you now, Ed, I chuffing love a bag of Revels. <laughs> the Russian roulette of chocolate. Oh, it, it is, right? And they are, in my view, they are just... They win, right? And I know we we may have talked about chocolate before. I've got no idea. We, we will again. talk about it again. Yeah. Um, but your Revels, mm. brilliant. I'm a di- always disappointed in the cinema. <laughs> in the cinema when... I get my bag of Revels because they, they put too many Maltese. They fob you off them. with Maltese. I've changed them a few times. I've got a few notes here on Revels. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't got any notes on Fairy fair Liquid, mate. Right, well, okay. Revels yeah. were first on the market in 1967. They're a 60s chocolate. Oh, are they? Yeah, what, what? Now you're interested no, I am. Well, I didn't know this about Rebel you. Research. I didn't know this about <laughs> you. There's the wow, wow. Um, so and they had different ones in them. Oh, they? go on. What was in them? Because I they know you've coconut. written them down. <laughs> they had a coconut revel. You chocolate weirdo. <laughs> they had a Turkish delight revel. Right. Here's the thing with Turkish delight. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. Right. That's not the base you're pulling them. No, I know, but the thought of it, if you said you've got to eat that now, I'd be like, oh, do I have to? <laughs> but if you if you said a Turkish Delight Revel, I'd probably give that a go. <laughs> well, you can't, because they're gone. Oh, gosh. Uh, and the peanut... Now, I remember this one. When I was a kid, there was a peanut Revel. No, there was. It's gone now. Oh, I remember that. Oh, is that because... Raisin. Whipped raisin. Oh, but I love a, I love a chocolate raisin, Ed. <laughs> Ed, I love a chocolate raisin. Ed, I, I probably, if you live for stuff... So there you go. I'd live for chocolate raisins. Would you? Um, but I love the coffee one. If That's it's up to me, I always go for coffee. That's controversial. <laughs> I always go for coffee, do you? No. No. <laughs> I, like, I like it, though, me. If, if you've got a bag of Revels... I'm trying to sniff out the coffee one, mate. Right, and I bet you could as well. The thing is, though, now that they've changed so much, you can tell what each one is just by just by holding them. <laughs> Weighing them. <laughs> I, I always think, you know, I always think there's a huge air of disappointment when you've got a bag of Revels, right? And you know, as soon as you've popped it in your mouth, you go, Chuffy now, I've gone and got me sent a Malteser. If I wanted Maltesers, right, I'd go and get a bag. You know what I mean? I want a bag of Revels. No, I, I don't know anyone, right? I don't think Maltesers would have been in it in the 60s I don't know, either. I don't know anyone who says, I'll just, I'm buying these Revels because I really want some Maltesers. Yeah. Do you like the orange one? Mm. Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> I know people can't see your face right now, but you really are pining for a bag of Revels. I you? am. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, can, can you see my chin's gone moist? <laughs> it's the dribble that's falling I know, on the yeah. floor. I can't help it. <laughs> but I do like David Bowie. Yeah, so it's or is one. it Bowie? It's, I know it's David Bowie, isn't it? Yeah, I, I believe it's Bowie. My friend, I think his son's kind of ironed this one out many times. Has he? Yeah. My friend Zoe, I, Zoe, <laughs> Zoe, Zoe Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> um, my friend Anna Maria introduced me to David Bowie when I was about like, fourteen, fifteen. Yeah. No, this guy on here a record with the two different eyes. <laughs> yeah, his name. I Dave. became quite obsessed with him. I can, I can. I liked imagine him. That. Did you like David Bowie? Uh, I really like some songs, but I think some other ones are quite terrible. I'm going to put but the that... good ones are outstanding. Okay, I'm going to put that on the agenda for a future episode. Dancing in the street, the video. 
I mean, it says it all, really, doesn't it? I love that. Have <laughs> you seen it when they have Shell a... suit test. Yeah, have you have you seen it when have you seen it on YouTube where they've it's basically the mime into it and they take out the track. It's just well, it's brilliant, isn't it? And they're just it's having amazing. a laugh. It's absolutely amazing. Uh, yeah, so I do. I really like um, mm. some of the the big songs, but I don't. I don't know any like album tracks by David Bowie. Well, you need you, there's some good I've ones. Got work to do. You have. Yeah. I'll make you a tape. <laughs> I think that's like a recurring theme. I know it is. Yeah, I'm going to make you a mixtape. And I've seen some. Fil- I've seen a film. Do you want to talk? Oh about yeah, film? come on. Then. We're we're like, we're, I've we're back right. to a few of these. And I'm like, God, we like films. Yeah, is that all right with everyone? I, I, I don't likes, care. If you don't like films, <laughs> I think there's something wrong with you. Yeah, I know somebody who doesn't like music, and it scares me today. No, but I've. I, I have I said that? I, I've don't said that like before. Music, I? Yeah. Like, what? Your music? No, I'm not bothered. What? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not bothered about music. Uh, and earlier you were talking about how you're in the, the car with your son and you put something on so you weren't just sat in silence. How yeah. weird is it to sit in silence in a car? Like if you're with other people. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I'd, I think yeah. it's odd. Yeah, Isn't, I, I you're do. You're supposed to sing yeah. along to stuff. I like how uh, music's everything, mate. Yeah. So go on. What? What? Sorry, films. We were talking about movies. Right, go on. so you recommended that I... Wa- well, you gave me homework last did I? Yeah, you said your homework is watch King Kong. I don't know if you did that on the podcast or off the podcast, right. but you definitely gave me homework. Right. So I did. And this is the 1933 King Kong. Mm-hmm. Um, and I watched it. Willis O'Brien. Yeah. Uh, which Is that who? Special effects. Uh, like I would know. Mm. Well, he was a great... He, he, he was... And then was Ray Harryhausen went to work with Did he him. wear a cape? <laughs> I don't know. Because he was like the leader I, of special I would effects. have done. Well, I thought... There were a yeah. few things that I thought were really good and amusing. So, uh, I obviously was taking a back seat on the whole special effect. Obviously, yes. I know how it looks. It looks like yeah. the Chewitz advert. Yeah. Um, and but what was really amusing is that the 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 still the the sort of model the 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 I guess the full size model, if you like, of his head. Yeah. That doesn't move. Yeah. Is really funny. Yeah. And it looks like it's just got a massive grin on its face. Yeah. And big cartoony eyes. Yeah. But then the, the, the sort of claymation type thing yeah. is really good. Stop motion. Um, yeah. And, and what amazed me is just how, like, uh, violent mm. the film is. Yeah. yeah. It's really violent. Like, there's, a, there's at least two scenes where you just see this giant ape flinging people around, yeah. chewing on their heads. Yeah. And, you know. Biting heads off. And, yeah. and, it was pre-code they call that in America they had this they had then the, the, I might be wrong with this but because um, I'm just reacting to what you're saying now but there was a thing called I think it, it might have been called the Hayes Code but I might be wrong it yeah. was basically when censorship came in in America because what right. they realised was filmmakers were u- using nudity were using violence right. which makes it sound quite exciting That's brilliant which uh, film's that? <laughs> <laughs> they're in the attic King Kong uh, but, the, um, but they, were, they were doing that and uh, so they, they introduced this this code and it happened in Britain as well and uh, there was I think the thing that sticks in my head but I'd have to go back and check it is is the letter H was introduced as kind of a um, a horror classification for films so does it stand for horror yeah I think so horrific or horrific yeah 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 and and King Kong I think was pre-code because it was 1933 and so beyond that suddenly they then sort of stepped up uh, a lot of censorship stuff which sort of stuck with um, the movies for for decades so that so if it was made like 10 years if it was made 10 years later it'd have a different feel to it biting heads off no not at all okay 
well mm. there you go and it did have all the dinosaurs in and stuff as well yeah so yeah. it was pretty ambitious by the looks of it yeah. but I really liked it did you um, I did yeah. and yeah so I, I I didn't manage to watch Kong vs Godzilla which was the mm. other one you told me to watch um, they're just bonkers I'm going to have to say no, I'll, be, I'll be honest with you, you know, it, it's funny that they've just because uh, the pack of DVDs I lent you it was a, it was it was tied in with the release of Peter Jackson's King right. Kong so that's you're going back to like 2005 yeah. uh, that's when that DVD pack was released so it's just a cash in pack but you've got that original which is really good yeah. and then you've got these brilliant Toho the, the, the um, oh, is, is it Jap- are the Japanese studios yeah. that were making basically Godzilla films with men men in suits. There's, I think there's 53 Godzilla yeah, films at yeah. this point. And, and if you go and look, then they, they, they got into the King Kong stuff. And just in the spirit of watching one of those, if you found King Kong's stiff face funny, <laughs> you just need to look at those Toho films because they're just brilliant and they're all dubbed so you've got some of the actors speaking in English yeah. um, and then you've got other characters obviously um, you, you know you've got the uh, Japanese actors you know they're speaking Japanese and, and it's all dubbed really badly and if there's a kid in the film it's always dubbed by an adult doing a squeaky voice <laughs> so you just well, got these brilliant moments really. well watching that film reminded me of the was it the late 70s that they did a Kong like a Hollywood King Kong yeah it was Jeff Bridges and yeah. Jessica Lang. so that one I've seen a few times 1976 and so. what there's, there's, I don't know if you, I'm sure you do remember, but there's this really awkward scene that has not aged well. Right. Where Kong's holding Jessica Lange in his fist. Yeah. And she's looking at him, and there's definitely like a, a couple of seconds where you can, like, her face changes and she's like, this could work. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. There is, there is some weird. I think they're trying to create some sort of frisson between a massive gorilla <laughs> and uh, Fay Ray. Yeah. Uh, not Fay Ray, uh, Jessica Lang. Um, bit weird. It is. Bit and weird. also, Dino De Laurentiis, who was the, the, the producer of that, he, he really was going for it. And you may not know, but in England at the same time, to cash in on that film, yeah. Dino De Laurentiis' King Kong, there was what a film called Queen Kong made oh with Rula Lenska oh, and Robin like Asquith. <laughs> Robin Asquith, you know, from the Confessions yeah, yeah, films, yeah. right? <laughs> you oh, only understand all of this if you're of a certain age, right? right. Uh, you know, Confessions of a Window yes, and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, Queen no, no, Kong. I've never seen that Queen, <laughs> <laughs> Queen Kong was released and it was immediately banned. <laughs> Dino De Laurentiis slapped a lawsuit on it because basically everyone was like, wow. What does Queen Kong look oh like? My God. So I had to buy it. <laughs> Have you got it? Have you <laughs> I'll lend you that Queen next. Kong? That's your next homework. I think we should watch. I think we should watch that one together because I've never watched it, but I did buy it because I thought, Queen what the Kong. hell's happening in this film? <laughs> because it's gonna, it's definitely gonna have a low budget. <laughs> Oh, brilliant. Thanks, Kong with boobs. Uh, I'll I'll watch it and we'll talk about it. I think you've basically just summed it up. Um, I I think that's one we should watch together, shouldn't we? I don't want to do that information. Any more more feedback on King Kong 1933? Um, No, I don't think so. I I just, I really liked Mm. it. And there's something really sort of 
sedate but in a good way yeah. about watching films from the 30s and 40s and that there is kind of there. Um, I like watching a lot of film noir films and stuff like that yeah. for the same reason it just you can you can it's engaging but you can switch down your brain a few notches and, yeah. and get on with it very good no, that's ace yeah and I I watched uh, shall I, have we got time for another one or shall I I think we've got time we're about 35 okay. minutes in uh, actually, oh, I'm going yeah. to talk about a book. I'm going to talk about a book. So when I was on holiday, okay. I I took a load of books with me, yeah. and I tried to read them, and mm. I got really embarrassed because I I gave up on two books. Did you? Are you yeah, going to now didn't... slate two books? I think that was... I'm not going to slate on. them because they're critically they acclaimed. For you. But I just I I guess the point here is more about do people give up on books? Because I th- mm. I know a lot of people who even if they hate a book and realise they hate it within a chapter, they'll read it because they've started reading it. Right, I just I cannot do that because it's I'd give it's, up, mate. it's a big investment, and I'm like, mm. this, I'm not enjoying it. Mm. So I, uh, I well, we talked about the last. Well, I called it the last detective. It was called the last policeman in the previous. Oh, the, yeah, you did, yeah. yeah, great book, and that was one of the ones that were right. recommended to me. Uh, but I finished that just before I went away, um, and then I, I started reading uh, a book that's been really popular and loads and loads of it. It's like sold millions of copies. Called Station Eleven. Right. Have you read Station Eleven? No. You would love Station Eleven okay. because it's very much. I'm gonna write that in down. The, in the vein of like the road. Yeah. Um, but not quite as dark as the road. Will it have been something I'll have seen on the shelf in WH Smith? It's in supermarkets. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's where I think I've seen it's it. That, yeah. It's that popular. Yeah. It's, it's managed to hit the shelves yeah. in Asda. You know, that, right. and okay. you know you've made it when you're in Asda. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's, it's like a post-apocalyptic world, just like the road. Um, it's a, a small group trying to survive, similar to the road. Mm. Um, and but what's really interesting about it, which is one of the reasons I think you'll love it, is that this this group are they're doing Shakespeare, so they're like a performance company right. in a post-apocalyptic world, going to these like remote areas where there's small colonies of, of people left yeah. and performing Shakespeare. Right, which I think is quite that's cool. Yeah. So their, their idea is like they've got to keep the arts alive, sort of thing. Mm. That, that, that um, culture survives, I guess, is yeah. the thing. Yeah. Um, and it's just it's a great book um, I enjoyed every single moment of reading that one um, and it, it, it kind of intertwines in different time periods and how all these different characters are linked in the bigger picture of what's happened and um, it's got a few suspense moments in it but not, not many um, and it doesn't have anything anywhere near as bleak as the sorts of things that happen in the road but the same themes and, and, and so on um, and I absolutely loved it but there was, there was a, a, a passage in it that, that really uh, stuck out for me, um, and it's it's there's a character who becomes a celebrity and, and, and he's and he's he's reaching the end of his life and he's reflecting on it. Yeah, and it's just a, it's like a throwaway comment in the book or something, but it, and it's his dialogue I think, and he says mm. something like, and I have to paraphrase, I didn't memorize it. He says something like, you know, um, all all through your life you're looking, uh, you're hoping to be recognized, and then once you get recognized, it's not enough, and then you want to be remembered. Yeah, and I thought, oh, that that really rang true with me. Like, I've just, yeah, it's such a weird thing. Like, I, I, I don't think it's a positive thing to feel like that, but I think mm. I do feel a bit like that sometimes. I, I, I think most people do, maybe. I think maybe. I wonder if it's an age thing as well. I wonder yeah, if it, if you're younger, you just want to. Well, particularly today. You, you just want to be famous. There's that hankering to be instantly famous yeah, in whatever yeah. way. 
to be remembered is very different. Isn't yeah, it? and I, mm. I remember maybe two years ago, um, I, I, I wrote this tweet, and it got picked up by the newspapers. Yeah, and the news like once something gets picked up by a couple of newspapers, there's like international. I don't know what it, there's like a system. I'm sure yeah. people who know this stuff better than I do know exactly what I'm talking about. But if a story gets picked up in certain papers and it's considered something that can do the rounds, then loads of other papers will print word for word yeah. the same article the same story, across the world. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it did that. Um, so literally all over the world within two days, loads of people are talking about this. It was just a puzzle that I wrote. Yeah. Um, and I went to work the next day and a couple of, a couple of trainees came up to me and said, oh my God, you've gone viral. And yeah. I, and I, I didn't really, I mean, I kind of know what that means, but, and they were just so like jealous because it was such a huge life yeah. goal for them. Yeah. And like, what's it like? What's it like to go viral? Yeah. It's, it's like nothing. It just means you've got to turn your phone off for a couple of days because yeah. it goes mad. Yeah. Um, very, very strange. Um, but it, but the strangest part, the, the, the two strangest parts of that story for me were the fact that younger people seem to see it as a goal mm. like a, a measurable goal that they need to achieve to yeah. do that um, and the other bit that was weird was that the first newspaper that picked it up declared it as viral but it wasn't ah so they made and it they bit. made the news yeah it. so they're like yeah. so this is a really popular puzzle which it wasn't at the time yeah but by doing that made it a popular puzzle and, and the agenda was set and the agenda was by set. someone else. So, so that Very puzzle. Did you create that puzzle? Yeah, yeah. I, I write a lot of puzzles on Twitter mm. um, just uh, to amuse people. Uh, so, do, do, people as, seem to enjoy them. Yeah, and, and I know you've put them in books and things. So that that yeah. puzzle, you sort of stop owning it, don't you? Yeah, it's and, gone, hasn't it? And it, some people are sort of saying, "Oh my god, that, that puzzle is a similar one to years ago." But I mean, the puzzles that I write, they're literally just like four-sided three-sided shapes with a couple of lines through them so they're chance, playful the, aren't they yeah and the chances yeah. of someone not writing an almost identical mm. version of it over time uh, well know. there's a thought isn't there that people will always do you know if you didn't write that puzzle then someone else will you know it, this i don't know you're making me think now of a book i read uh, and i've forgotten its title so i'll just have to tweet it later yeah. but um when when this podcast goes out but i've forgotten its name now but it's 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 about creativity yeah and what it talks about is, is that idea of when you get an idea use it do it mm. if you get a good idea it's about it's a bit like us doing this we could have talked for ages about doing a podcast yeah but and we've chosen to do it you know we could have just carried on for another couple of years yeah, yeah. meeting each other at work saying, oh, we should, and going, we, should. Oh, yeah, we should do that that'd yeah. be really funny but what we've done is do it, yeah. and f- for good or for ill, we've gone and done it. <laughs> Sorry, but, but it's, yeah, there, there is that thing about when you've got a creative idea, it's like run with it, do it, make sure you do it because if you don't, all that happens to that idea is it'll leave you. Yeah, it's like you you've got it for a short amount of time. And it the will leave to do it you. Goes yeah. away. Yeah, absolutely. it will leave you. Yeah. and then you sit there, and this has happened to me, and I bet it's happened to you. You sit there and you look, and you see someone else is doing the thing that you thought 
would work really well. And it's working really well. And it's working really well for them. (laughs) And I remember, and this will sound, I don't know if this just sounds a bit silly, but I remember when I was doing my teacher training, I'm going back years now, Mm. um, to when I trained to be a teacher. 40, 50 years. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's about 25, 26 (laughs) years. Well, it's back at, no, 27 years, 1992. I remember reluctantly going on my PGCE. Right. Thinking, this is it then. Because at that time, you sort of thought, well, this is it now for life. I'm going to be a teacher forever. Uh, I didn't. I was at primary school, but carry on. <laughs> Chuffing hell, I'm going to fall out of him. <laughs> no, so I was like, I was like, thinking that. And do you know what? I, I thought, I'm going to write some scripts. I'm going to write, I liked theatre and I liked writing plays and that. And I'd mm. always done that. And put them on, you know, amateur, in, in amateur ways. Oh, and you stuff, told you me know. about that. And you wrote that film, The Matrix, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I wrote that. <laughs> Some, no, I wrote it. And then someone it. else nicked it. I couldn't believe it. No, what happened was I wrote a story, right? I wrote, I thought I'd write fiction and I started writing a story and I mapped it all out and it was going to yeah. be great. And it was about these two um, researchers into the paranormal, right? So and I'm not kidding. This, and the every time they they came across <laughs> something paranormal, they both have no nosebleeds. It was a man and a woman okay. and they'd go investigate stuff. And I'm not kidding, right? I feel like I know what this I'm is. I'm thinking this is brilliant, this. I think this could be something. And I start, and this is before the internet, right? Yeah. So yeah. you literally... I'm, I'm looking at the stage. I'm looking at... I'm, I'm going to W.H. Smith and trying to take pictures with my eyes of <laughs> companies that would be interested in, in you know, ideas and, and, and stuff. And, 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 and you, you know, two years later, the X-Files is out. <laughs> yeah. Two years later, the X-Files is coming out. I remember sitting watching the X-Files and I loved the X-Files. Right? <laughs> I, like and I sit there and I sat there thinking, well, chuff me... <laughs> someone's had it but it's not obviously obviously I'm not saying anything other than you get an idea you should do something with it you mean you're not saying that if someone listened to you you would be the creator of the X-Files I'm not saying that I think well I think it's a fair claim I play in a band, but that's another thing. And and we always say that we've written you're all the songs. Food fighters, and you no, have to change your name. No, we're not. We're called Rest and Pants. And I just say we wrote this one, and then we do an Eagles cover. <laughs> and then I say we that's wrote this one, and then we do Brown Eyed Girl. Anyway, um, I love that classic yeah. for, for for bands that you're not necessarily there. To, like when you're in an unsigned band, or whatever, you're supporting, hmm. and and they get to the last song and they go this is the last one and not everyone in the audience goes yay yeah. and then the band goes yeah it's 15 minutes long you bastards yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is side two of Dark Side of the Moon which I'm proud to now produ- reproduce here on my Wurlitzer <laughs> so hey mate we're, what, what else have you got you've got your what happens here listeners is Ed brings a massive folder and he's done loads of writing in preparation. Yeah. I've got some stuff written down that I want to talk about, I've but I'm not 16 bothered. seasons worth, worth of material. You have, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. You don't, don't you? Hey, Ed, Ed. Let me tell you Ed, about the time I was four years Ed, old. Ed, don't use all your bullets up. No, I know. Keep your powder dry, I've got Keep it, your I've got powder it. dry. Yeah, so I'm going to skip some of this stuff. Is that, what, what else? Have you got anything to ask me? Uh, I've got, I've got a quiz for you. Oh, no. Yeah. Is it maths? <laughs> Yeah, it is. You know, I yeah, have it's the new maths A level sample questions. Uh, it is. Um, I think you'll like it. It's movie okay. questions about Jaws. Oh no! But what if I get them wrong? Yeah, but this is the thing. So, so you're such a huge fan of Jaws. I These am. are pretty hard questions. I don't about know. Jaws. I don't know. I stuff had to look. Look. I had to All look. right, go on then. I reckon you're going to get at least Pip-it. One of these. There's five questions. Pipit. That's the name of the dog. Right. Pipit. He's one of the victims. <laughs> uh, question one. Oh, Who is 
I don't, I'm I don't, stressed I can't out read now. My own writing. Who is Mayor Vaughan under pressure from to keep the beaches open? In the book. <laughs> <laughs> it's the politicians. It's all the politics. It's, it's, um, it's the politicians. No. Is it not the shopkeepers? No. no. I don't know. In the book. I've only read it once. Did you really read it? Did you look yeah. at the pictures? I didn't read that Jack. version. I didn't read that version. It's the Mafia. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's down. He's involved with the Mafia, isn't he? Massive well, you say that like yeah. you knew. I did you know. Didn't. I did know, Ed. All right, and, well, and this is like bullying. That's zero out of, zero, out of one. Zero out of zero. <laughs> that's, me, that's the maths in me. Hmm. Uh, oh, this is... I thought this was the hardest one, but I'm going to put this second. Uh, Peter Benchley, hmm. the writer of hmm. Jaws, has a cameo in Journalist. Jaws. He's a journalist That's doing the news. That's not the question. Oh, right. uh, <laughs> he has a cameo in Jaws, which I know full well you are aware of, because you told me. Oh, right. Um, he also has a cameo in another film that he wrote the book for. What is the film? The Island. No. <laughs> I bet you he has. <laughs> That's not an IMDb. The Deep... I had no idea he wrote The Deep. I used to love that film. The Deep? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. With Nick Nolte and Jacqueline Bissett. Mm, well, he's in it. I didn't know he was in it. He's also in, not as a cameo, I don't know how he got a role in this film, a film called Mrs. Parker and the Vicious Circle. Oh, yeah. That's got um, Jennifer Jason Lee in it. It does, yeah. She, uh, Ask me. She never looks happy, does she? She doesn't, Jennifer <laughs> Jason. I don't know why. Especially in that she's single great. white female. She's right in misery. Oh, she's grumpy. <laughs> Just cheer she, up, will She you? wouldn't get a job at Then Tentons. you'll be friends with your flatmate. <laughs> it doesn't end well. You've got zero so far out of two. I'm not bothered. I am. I thought you were... All right. Uh, oh, you might get this one. The, the shark is, is nicknamed Bruce by the cast, by the director. Why is it nicknamed Bruce? It's the name of his lawyer. That's correct. Thank you. That's one out of three. That's Have you seen The Island? Have you seen The Island? Going back to question two, have you no, seen The Island? I've never heard of The Island. It's got Michael Caine in it. Is and it? Dudley Sutton, who was in Love Joy. He's in Jaws 4, isn't he, Michael Caine? He is. That it all comes film. together. It all comes together. Doesn't it chase a plane at the beginning of the movie? It eats a helicopter, I think, in Jaws 4. <laughs> I've only watched Jaws 4 once. Sniffs the plane out from the sky. Yeah. I watched it last year. It's over there. No, you what? Yeah. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I just, to it do was completism. Go on. All right. Uh, so you got that one right. Yeah. Two more. Uh, what film did Spielberg spoof his opening death sequence from Jaws in? 1941. Using the same actress. It is 1941. Susan Blacklane. That's good. See, you are a Jaws nerd. I am a Jaws nerd. I wasn't convinced with the first two questions. All right, so you've got two out of four so far. If you get the next one right, you've got most of them right. Okay. That's maths for you. (laughs) Numbers! I'm sick of maths. God, you and me. Go on. Uh, Okay, Shaw based his character on a fisherman called Craig Kingsbury, um, who is in the film. Who does he play in the film? Uh, He's the blood. Right, I haven't got a character name. He's not. He's not. Ben Gardner, is it? It is. Ben is it Ben Gardner? Gardner? Yes. <laughs> I know most of it. Yeah, is that's that a good very take? good. Ben Gardner's boat. So he's the guy I think who's throwing dynamite in the water or something. He's, he's in that crew. Yeah, yeah. And the, I don't know. That's don't, impressive. Th- thanks, man. I didn't think you'd get that. And a uh, what? <laughs> I think I was like, th- there's someone. Uh, th- there's a great we, tweet. We should explain who Shaw is, by the way. Robert Shaw. 
Yeah. We don't need to explain been, that. Oh, okay. Do well, we? I don't know. Okay. You explain who he is. He's a guy in Jaws. Yeah. And he was in, he played Quint. Okay. Well, I, the trouble with talking about Jaws is I go off. I can go off on one, so I'm actually just stopping. That's it. Stop. I'm stopping. Done. And what I'd like to talk about, and we haven't got long left, so it's all right. I can speak fast. We can just speed up what, the audio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Double it. Double it. I've. I, I want to tell you about a film I watched. All right. Is that or, or have we done enough movies? No, do you want no. To do we've never else? done enough movies. Do you? Well, I don't know. I've got. Yeah, I want to tell you about a film I watched. Tell me, tell me now. Right, another... I, I tell you, a genre of film I like is... Uh, and there's one that's at the cinema now that I want to go and see is folk horror. Oh, the one I think... I want to go and see Midsummer. Yeah. yeah. I want to yeah. go and see that, yeah. but I've not seen it yet. So, um, the other day, I sat down and I watched a film that I've not watched for about 10 years. and Jurassic Park. No, but that's such a great film. Dress. Mary Poppins. No, I wouldn't class those as folk horror. I would say Mary Poppins is definitely folk horror. <laughs> folk horror. <laughs> this strange lady come from, She came from the sky, mummy. Right. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I think you could subvert Mary Poppins and turn it into a <laughs> horror film. Like, I've got Disney's Jaws where actually Brody and the shark are, in, are trying to save the boat and stuff. It's just a proper comedy. I think that's on YouTube. I'll try and find it. And I haven't it. seen it for 10 years. I'll, I won't interrupt. No, and, and the film, it's... Um, it, it was released at the cinema and it was in, in the... In, I think in the early 70s. 1970, I think. Mm. And it's uh, proper British horror. In the, and it, it predates The Wicker Man. And yet... I've seen The Wicker Man. What? Carry on. Get out. <laughs> um, and yet it's... It, it, um, oh, I can't put You've just thrown me now because I can't believe you've not seen The Wicker Man, right? You are deranged. Wicker who? Right, well, I'm just going to talk... Uh, next time, I'm going to talk about The Wicker Man. But for now, I'm talking about a film called Blood on Satan's Claw, which has got to be one of the greatest uh, titles ever. In America... Have you got the T-shirt as well? You what? Have you got the T-shirt with it on? No. Well, there's a present for you. Yeah. In America... Have you called, seen it, though? No, I've never heard of In it. In America, it's called Satan's Skin. What, what do your family think when you buy these movies? They, I, I put them on a shelf high up <laughs> and they, I just make out that they've been there for ages. You put them in blank covers. I've got some <laughs> great stuff. Yeah, yeah. This one's wrapped in skin. Um, this film is hilarious, right? Because it's brilliant because it's basically what happens. It's set in like... Um, oh, when would it have been... It's like set in the 1600s, 1700s, okay. right? So this bloke's ploughing his field and he unearths, <laughs> it, it closes in, right? And he's unearthed the skull, but the eyeball is there looking at him. And he, he, do, he goes like, he goes like, oh no! And he goes and runs to the village and they get the judge out. Now the judge, brilliant, right? He's played by this English character actor called Patrick Wymark and he was a great actor, clearly. And on the commentary for the film, because I watched the film and then I listened to the commentary. He, he was remembered, wasn't he, that guy? He was... Uh, do you know why he was remembered? They could only get decent scenes out of him in the morning because in the afternoon, he'd be absolutely shit-faced. Oh and And he was kind of an angry drunk. So... It was great. They interviewed some of the actors today, like, and obviously it's 40 years later, 50 years later, and they're all like, yes, Patrick, uh, well, he was a rum character. Uh, he'd, 
in the morning he'd be an absolute charmer, delight, and in the afternoon he'd want to kill me. <laughs> and he was just absolutely brilliant. So it's well worth watching it just for him. Right. But the Blu-ray I got, it looked like it was shot last week. Anyway, what happens is it's a bit like The Crucible. It's a bit like Arthur Miller's The Crucible. All the kids in the village... They they realise that this this skull it's actually the devil's skull and the devil is coming to life oh and they the kids are growing this get this mate you're gonna to want to watch this growing. the kids are growing fur on their bodies <laughs> to then cut off <laughs> to give to the devil it's brilliant right and there's this yeah, actress it in it like a public yeah. service <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of those children's film foundations <laughs> things from seven growing hair on their bodies basically and and Patrick Weimark right. I'm going to tell you what happens in the end. Spoiler alert. The devil is there in in this abandoned church and he's there in a cloak and you see his face. I'll be honest with you. He's a bit of a letdown. But the kids, the kids are all like bonkers. And and one of the villagers, I've got to tell you this, one of the village people, don't get confused, Ed, one of the village people is played by none other than the guy who played Eddie Yates in Coronation Street. Derek Jacobi. Get out. Um, now, and he was him out. He's, he's, oh, what was he called in, in the royal family? He'd come in and try and sell him stuff. I've forgotten his name. Anyway, I've forgotten it. Yeah, I've not done the research there. But the lass in it, the you girl in it, me. the actress in it, Linda Hayden, right, I'll be honest with you, she's not bothered, if you know what I mean. And she puts in an absolutely terrifying performance as this young lass who's possessed by the devil. Anyway, the ending. Patrick Weimark, right, out of nowhere, produces the biggest sword you've ever seen. It's about the size of this room, Ed, and this is a big room. He whips out this sword and proper impales Satan, and it all kicks off. And what I love about 70s movies like this, there isn't like a coda. There isn't like a, you know, the next day, well, they're back ploughing the fields and everything's all right. They're having a bit of alpen. Did your sword clean up all right? <laughs> yeah. What did you do with your sword? I'll just put it away again until next time we need it. No, not of that he just absolutely nails Satan and then credits start and you go like chuff me he proper nailed it did Patrick Weimark it's called Blood on Satan's Claw and it is brilliant it's on a Blu-ray and it's absolutely mint if you like that sort of thing it's a bit saucy in places <laughs> but if you like Queen Kong this is the film for you people wielding their swords everywhere yeah so that was what I watched anyway and and my wife walked in halfway through and just shook her head and I looked at what was happening on screen and I shook my head as well you just look at her and apologise yeah I do that a lot you know who you married <laughs> <laughs> this is me I've got to tell you though and I'll tell you the, the extras just and what I really like is people you know and maybe this echoes back to what we talked about being remembered right he, this actor was remembered in on, on that interview for being a bit of an alcoholic and stuff which if you drill down to that I've made a joke out of it it can't have been very nice for him but the the other thing is though he was a brilliant actor and when you watch yeah. that film it's a br- it's a brilliant testament to his to him as an actor. So, and I think that's what the other people were saying as well. He was brilliant. It's just he was difficult. <laughs> Bit like you, Ed. Brilliant I'm and right difficult. It's, it's just past lunchtime. I'm off that, my face. That's. I, I think we're nearly at the end. That's a shame. What should we do? Should uh, we do it all again some other time? I think we probably will. Yeah, we'll just keep going until we get 
either no messages at all yeah. anymore for, for a period of about six months. Yeah, we'll just stop. <laughs> or just a pile of hate. Do you reckon it might be one of those podcasts that people will discover? Well after we're gone. On episode 56. Yeah, yeah no pressure. We're going to go all that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're going to record them all today. I was going to say, just press pause and play again then, will you? I'm, I'm going to make you watch The Wicker Man now, you daft will, yeah. well, That can be my homework. Let's do this. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, it, it's got to go two ways, though. I, quite, you. I know, but I'm worried about what you'll make me watch. Yeah. Don't set me homework right now. No, I won't. Because that, that's too unnerving. We'll do it next time. But I would love to watch The Wicker Man. Yeah, we'll sort that's that out. I, I believe there's a Wicker thing at the end, isn't there? Don't spoil it for I'm me. I'm not. There's no spoilers here. Okay. There's no spoilers. what's my shepherd I not want... You'll know I've what seen that means. The Cage clip. Bees. Oh, there's bees like everywhere. Oh. I, I tell you. Do you know when you were saying there's books you've, oh, you've just had to. You didn't actually tell us what those books were. Should we do that next time? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. and and I think the f- that was a film I turned off. Nicholas Cage and I'm the bees. Not surprised. I do actually want to watch it because I quite like terrible maybe films. we could watch it together that would be with some popcorn wouldn't that be an absolute treat some carrots and dip yeah well let's go to a health spa <laughs> together right let's right it cheers everyone Thank see you, you soon Sarah. stay in touch bye the i thought i knew you podcast was brought to you by me howell roberts in partnership with a person i'm just getting to know a little bit better Ed Southall. We'd like to thank you for listening, thank you for downloading, and thank you for sharing. Please get in touch with us. We can be found on Twitter at New You Podcast. That's at New You Podcast. And also on Facebook at New You Podcast. It's the same. Who'd have thought it? At New You Podcast. We're going to share it far and wide. You join in. Join the bandwagon. We're going to have a great time. See you next time, people. Everybody's doing it too Get on my bandwagon Was that photo really you? Get on my bandwagon It's the only thing to do